Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, I there think we is. definitely okay. need to do a, a special show for the, 
I think we definitely need to do a show for the all women's pay per view as well. Uh, well, I think well, that'll be that a, was gonna, that was going to happen. Yeah. Happen, yeah. So, yeah. You know, it, it's funny. You know, you mentioned you don't have any football tonight. You don't have any basketball, and uh, you probably don't have any baseball, baseball either. Which and, is a shot. Uh, well, the, the only reason for that is because the Yankee game was on at one o'clock today because it's Sunday. So they're, they're already long done. They're, they're already long done. Right. And for people that tune into this show, uh, there's a very slim chance that we would ever have any guests on this segment ever. Because uh, this is uh, our, there's a lot to talk about, unlike what they put on Monday Night Raw. So since there's a lot to mm-hmm. talk about after pay-per-view, uh, it's very unlikely that uh, we would have a uh, guest on. But if it's somebody really, really special, like, for instance, if I can land Edge on a Sunday night after a pay-per-view, I do not think Big Swing would uh, object. Dude, I, I don't care what day of the week you land Edge on. Uh, I will drop everything <laughs> I'm doing. So that, that's totally fine. It, it, it could be, I mean, you could land Edge at literally any time. I will, I will literally, I could win the lottery. And I would donate it to talk to Edge. Donate it to talk to Edge. All right. So even if it's even if you have to do the even if you have to do the Cowboys game, you'd uh, you'd Uh, drop that to interview Edge. Uh. Uh. Yes. Uh, Yes. Well, good. Then I will find uh, the best uh, Dallas game that uh, of the week, and I will get Ed scheduled for that day to call your bluff. You know what? I am there. I am there because here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. The the the, the Dallas Cowboys play every Sunday from September to January, and hopefully this year into February. Uh, Edge probably chances are with a show. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're one of the top wrestling shows uh, on the internet, but we're not WWE sanctioned show, you know, and all that. So chances of seeing Edge might, or talking to Edge might just be once in a lifetime. So not going to, uh, not going to do that. I, I have a smartphone, you know, I have a smartphone. I can, uh, you know, I can always, I can always, uh, you know, check the updates of the game during the interview. So, but so guys, SummerSlam tonight, um, Started off with a bang. Now I know Granny didn't watch it, and I feel like this is going to be a little bit of a spoiler for her. Um, she says That's she's still okay. going to enjoy it. Hey, well, now hold on, guys. My son, you know, said I Granny was busy tonight. I had to help my husband. This was the women's weekend at the at our Moose Lodge in Arkansas, where I live at, and, and my husband had to work for the door for the dance, so I was tied up all night. But that's okay. My son, God bless him, he kept me informed of what was going on so it was okay. a uh, now wait, you know, wait, I'll no, go back was it a high school dance or what kind of dance were they doing no no no, no. we do a dance every Saturday and Sunday night at our Moose Lodge and this oh. was the women of the Moose fundraiser weekend so I had to be there to help the women of the Moose because I'm an officer and so my son my son called me periodically throughout the night and kept Granny updated on what was going on, which is okay. I'll go back and watch it, you know. I will watch it because even though I pretty much know what happened, I'm still going to go back and watch it because I was very excited with some of the results of, from what I, would, what I was told. 
And, you know, Granny is, you know, Granny is so committed to you guys. I am going to be calling in Thursday night for our show that we're going to be doing Thursday night from Little Rock, Arkansas, because it's going to be time for our annual convention for our, for the Arkansas Moose Association in Little Rock. So I'm going to be in Little Rock Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I'll be home Sunday afternoon. So Granny, that just goes to show you how committed Granny is to you guys. Right. And the thing about this pay-per-view, when was the last time, when was the last time four major titles changed hands in one pay-per-view with the WWE? How long is that? WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania, they usually do that. They they, they don't often do it. I mean, they didn't do it this year, but I'm saying that's the type of thing you'd see at a WrestleMania. They did it this year at at SummerSlam. Now, my my thing, guys, is they started off with a bang. Okay, they started off uh, Seth Rollins. And Dean Ambrose, which, excuse me, Dean Ambrose was there. Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler, which is a good way to start. Because if you remember back in the day, you know, all the good stuff came later. If you you missed the beginning of the pay-per-view, no big deal. It was the filler matches and then all the good stuff, the Stone Cold and the Undertakers and the Rocks. They all fought in the second and third hour, usually. So this time, they start off with... A, a well-hyped match between two of the best workers that they have on the roster. And, you know, again, Granny, I, I'll get your take on this after you watch it, but Icon, this could have been the match of the night, honestly. I mean, there's been a, there were a lot of great matches. This match just kept you on the edge of your seat the entire time. Well, you know, and it's, it's really no surprise, really, is it? Because... Uh, you know, they seem to like to start off the show with Seth Rollins. They've been doing it on pay-per-views. They've been doing it on Monday Night Raw. And uh, when Seth Rollins, uh, you know, uh, is on the card, he's usually the first one out of the shoot to set the pace for the rest of the night. And they did that without without question, you know. And I was happy to see that he uh, he came away with the title However, my one prediction did not come true that I thought Dean Ambrose would turn on Seth Rollins after the match, and that did not happen. No, there's still time. There, there's still time uh, for a twist like that to happen, for sure. It's it's very possible. Let's hope not. Let's hope it doesn't, but it's possible. Yes. Well, here's the crazy thing. Um, um that match. I honestly, I thought we were going to see more out of, um, I, I thought we were going to see more out of Dean Ambrose and Drew McIntyre. I mean, the fact that they made such a big deal about their entrances and made such a big deal about each, each superstar having backup. And, you know, they're like, oh, well, company to the ring by so-and-so. I really thought you were going to see more out of them, that they were going to be a bigger factor in the match, which they really weren't, but they didn't need to be because Seth and Dolph are, are so, so amazing. But, you know, what, what part they did have in the match, their little hints uh, outside, I thought, I thought they set the pace really well. And I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see those two go at it on Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. Which we'll be able to talk uh, about Thursday night if that happens. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Um, now, 
with that match, obviously, for those of you who uh, who don't want a spoiler, you may want to, uh, you know, listen to the playback of this afterwards or whatever. Or turn to the but uh, Seth Rollins came away after what I think I timed it. I think it was almost close to a 30-minute match. Uh, came away with the Intercontinental Championship for the second time. And um, it, it was it, it was a good way to start the show because he's a guy right now who has a lot of hype, has a lot of buzz. The fans love him, uh, and you know it was a good way to sort of get the fans cheering and get them invested early on. Had Dolph won, and it was kind of a squash match. Uh, I think it, the energy wouldn't quite have been there, but because it was such a hell of a match, and then there was you know uh, a guy who is widely respected and widely liked on the WWE Universe coming away with the victory, I think, is, is really what sets the tone to Because it's, it's more than just... It's more than just a win or a loss. It's how you do it, too. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's... Uh, it's just one of those things where the match just it had that energy about it. It had that, that edge-of-your-seat energy that they've been lacking for so long. Right, and then, you know, I mean, that match was great. And here's where I thought we might be going to the same thing that we're used to seeing. What, you know, because the next match was technically, when you think about it, was a squash match. The New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers. I mean, and uh, that was a squash match. And I'm like, yeah, thinking, it oh, was. No, really? It was. You know? It was. But I was surprised that New Day came out with the victory, even though it was via disqualification. I'm surprised that they won that match. Well, yeah, they they won the match, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking that they that they wanted to give the New Day the win because New Day had a a, a very very good track record in Brooklyn, and they have a lot of support in Brooklyn. Um, but obviously, I think to, to keep the Bludgeon Brothers, um, you know, to keep the Bludgeon Brothers looking dominant, it should have been a disqualification. I think they did it the way that they did it. Had they won, I knew they won outright. I think that kind of puts an end a little bit to the clout uh, of, of nastiness that the Bludgeon Brothers have. Right. And, uh, you know, the the next match of course, uh, was the match I was looking forward to uh, was the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase match between Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens. Uh, only The match only lasted five minutes, but I thought it was interesting how Kevin Owens came out with the KO in the Bank t-shirt. Did you notice that? I did. I did. I mean, and, how many you know... different shirts does this guy have? Well, I was thinking, I was thinking you you probably were uh, a little excited the fact that Kevin Owens got dominated the way that he did. Oh, without question. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, the way that they hyped it, the way that they hyped it, and the way that Kevin Owens has become such a prominent figure. Uh, I was like, ah, all right, watch what they're gonna do here. They don't know what they want to do with. You know, with Strowman, they don't know what they want to do with Lesnar. They're going to have some gimmicky finish, and Kevin Owens is going to steal this thing from from, from uh, Ron Strowman. Even though he has no business beating Strowman, 
I was kind of thinking, all right, this might, you know, this might happen. So uh, I was a little happy that it didn't. Um, and, and, you know, I, I was happy about uh, the way that that match finished. But for me, though, every pay-per-view has to have a match like that. Every pay-per-view has got to have a squash match. It's got to have something that kind of gives the fans a breather. It's kind of like when you're when you're a DJ on a dance floor and you got to dance floor for five hours straight. You you got to give the people, you know, you've got to give the people a little bit of a break to go to the bar and get a drink and take a breather. It's the same thing. He, you know, he um, doesn't. It's like if they kept with the action packed, action packed, action packed, action packed, they just gonna burn out. So I think that they did that very well as well uh, in that match. Right, exactly. But, you know, I love the way it ended, and uh, uh, unfortunately for Kevin Owens, uh, the KO and the bank t-shirts will not sell uh, any uh, any printings at all. Uh, the, the thing is, the, the new Icon t-shirts that are going to be coming out are going to be selling more than that shirt. So, there you go. <laughs> well, perhaps. But honestly, you know, we had three good matches. So just just as a recap, uh, we've had a a, a bone burner kick ass opening match between Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler. Then they had the the squash match with the New Day, uh, winning by disqualification over the the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, but you know, New Day is still worse for all that. Uh, and then we had the Kevin Owens Braun Showman. Then things started to get a little bit interesting. We had the SmackDown Women's Championship: Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Carmella. That match was interesting because honestly, I didn't think Carmella was walking out with the belt. Well, yeah, I, 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 I didn't think Carmella was walking out with the belt. I thought it was going to be Becky Lynch just because she's been waiting so long. basically been strung along for so long. The fact that they put her in this high profile of a match, I'm thinking, all right, this is finally her chance. You know, uh, the big pay-per-view, the lights are bright. This is her chance. And, uh, you know, Charlotte comes away with it. And uh, I just was not expecting the, I guess you could call it a heel turn by Becky at the end of the match. Right. And, uh, well, yeah, I thought for sure that Becky Lynch was going to walk away with the title, too. Um, and I thought maybe that uh, uh, it was going to be her holding the title and uh, Charlotte Flair going after it for the next pay-per-views. But now it's going to be the other way around. Uh, I think Charlotte's going to maintain the championship for a while. And uh, Becky Lynch will uh, chase it for a while. She'll eventually get the belt, but I think it's going to be a, a couple of pay-per-views. They may uh, wait till the all-women's pay-per-view in September for that to happen. Um, well, no, October, you mean. Um, they've got Helen right, Cell coming up. Well, Helen Cell coming up on September 16th. Um, and then, uh, you know, so we'll see. Uh, we'll have a couple of probably high-profile Helen Cell matches at that point. Uh, but, now, but they won't really be Helen Cell, though-esque. Uh, no, no, they it? can't be. They can't be because everything is so PC nowadays. But they will be. That's still the theme. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, but again, so so so. I'm an A, maybe a C, maybe a C plus B minus, and then obviously that match. I'm giving them a B. I just think that they um, it was good enough. 
It had an interesting story at the end. It kept you guessing. And, you know, it was one of those things that sets up something potentially awesome for the future. So I'll give them a B on that one. The one that I'm going to give, and, and honestly, the storyline that I'm going to give an A to was the next match, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. These two know each other so well from their DNA and Impact Wrestling days. They've squared off numerous You guys there? I'm here. I'm here. Uh, okay, I don't know what happened swing? to. Uh, I don't know what happened to Big Swing there. Uh, I don't either. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, until he comes back on. Let's continue with uh, what he was talking about. Yeah, the AJ Styles Samoa Joe match. Uh, Samoa Joe uh, ends up winning this uh, match via disqualification. The whole deal with uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, going after uh, AJ Styles' family, I you know that's been done before, and I really don't think they need to go there with this. Uh, I mean, these two have had many matches in the past, and uh, they can they can continue having a storyline without this kind of garbage. It is. I mean, that's true. I'll give the match. I mean, I would give I would give I would give the match a uh, uh, a minus solid B plus, uh, but uh, yeah, they don't need to they don't need to do this family crap. Uh, there's there's no need for it. Uh, this is supposed to be a PG era, and that kind of talk is not really PG. So <laughs> uh, no, that's, it's not. that's just one opinion, you know. Um, so, uh, and then next, of course, uh, it wasn't a match. Uh, we had Elias come out, and he was going to uh, do a uh, karaoke uh, sing-along. Uh, but, of course, his guitar Which is amazing. Who, who doesn't like karaoke? I got cut off there, by the way. Well, but, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, we, yeah, we noticed. And I, I had to uh, 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 carry till you got back. But no, the yep. whole deal with Elias, I mean... Look, if I want to see bad singing, I'll go watch a friend of mine do paper, uh, not paper music. I'll go watch a friend of mine on Wednesday nights do karaoke. And he's as bad as they come. I'm not going to name his name. Uh, people that know me know who I'm talking about. But uh, if I want to see bad singing, I'll go watch him do karaoke. I don't need to see uh, um, Elias uh Thing on a microphone because it's, and I don't even know why the fans are behind this. It doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe because they they like being entertained in the uh, the, the the wrong way, I guess. Well, why were why were the people behind some of the other kind of stupid gimmicks, you know, throughout history? I, I mean, people well, people are going to get fun. behind. Well, this this could be kind of fun, right? Well, it I, it could, you know, but I wouldn't think so. I mean, it's I mean, you know, I remember when they when they did the whole singing thing with Jeff Jarrett, and look where that got him. You know, it didn't get him anywhere at all. You know. Yeah. See, what I did was I went down and I I wrote down all the segments. If uh, I'll give you guys the next segment, if you guys want to talk about it, we can. Or we'll just go on to the next match. But 
an interesting uh, backstage event. Uh, the Miz uh, saw uh, the B team players. Uh, as you guys know, they used to be the uh, Miz Dirage with uh, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. And uh, apparently, uh, I think you're going to see a B-team face turn because they were totally against The Miz. They said they were there for Daniel Bryan. They said they were there to celebrate with him. Uh, And the B-team means Bryan, according to them. So uh, do you think we might see a face turn for those guys? Or is that just uh, my imagination playing tricks on me? Well, it would be nice, I mean, because, you know, The Miz kind of treated, I mean, I'm not a Miz fan, and when they were with Miz, you know, I didn't really care for Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, you know, but then he kind of treated them kind of bad, you know, there at the end, when before he went to, you know, SmackDown and everything, so... Maybe this is going to be Bo Dallas's and Curtis Dallas's. Axel's way of getting even with the Miz. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, could be, you know. So then, you know, uh, and then the next match. This is the match I've been waiting for. Uh, this match, as everybody knows, has been eight years in the making. Eight years in the making. The Miz, the Miz and Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we, we got you, man. The Miz and Daniel okay. Bryan was an interesting match. I liked the way it finished. I, I think because it it cemented Miz as that ultimate heel. I mean, uh, the, the wife giving him the brass knuckles and then hitting Daniel Bryan with I just I, I think it really Miz has been honestly. I know you like him because of the photo opportunity you had with him, but. Miz has been more of a joke heel lately than he has been a legit heel, and this was a real heel way to win. Right, and you know, the thing is, uh, and this just proves to everybody, yes, I do like the Miz for that reason. Uh, However, uh, I don't have any ill will towards him. I mean, I don't like what he's doing now. But I don't have any ill will towards him like I do Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, there'll be no saving grace for him, as everybody knows that has been listening to the show, you know. But, uh, you know, the ending with him hitting him with the brass knuckles, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see a tag match now between uh, husband and wife versus husband and wife. I think that would be a I think that'd be a perfect storyline. Uh what do you guys think? Definitely Bob. Well, you know that but you know, if you if you remember Icon, you know, Miz and Maurice had a match against uh John Cena and Nikki Bella too. Of course they weren't married yet, but I mean, you know. True, true. But, uh, you know, they, they were talking about, you know, both Bellas getting back in the ring, and I think that would be a perfect thing to start out with a tag team match, you know. Yeah, that would. And, uh, Possible. Yeah, that definitely, definitely wouldn't be the worst thing. You know, and, of course, everybody knows I love the Bellas, but, uh, you know, I mean, the thing is, think about this. Nikki Bella's married to uh, Daniel Bryan, and uh, 
the other is married to John Cena, or vice versa, or whatever it is. You know, I was, yeah, uh, Nikki, Nikki is Nikki is with John Cena, and Bree is with Daniel Bryant. But I mean, I don't know. Has Nikki and John Cena gotten married yet? I know they were engaged, and then they broke up, and then they got back together. But have they actually gotten married yet? Well, I think that happened on the uh, last uh, Total Bellas episode. Well, I haven't watched Total Bellas. I'm the Bellas for a while, so I've kind of lost track of what's been going on. So, but you know, and then just think about this: their father-in-law is Johnny Ace, you know, and uh, of course Johnny Johnny Laurinaitis is related to Animal from the LOD. How would you like to be at that Thanksgiving celebration or that Christmas celebration? <laughs> I think it would, would be an be awesome, awesome. blast. You know, that me and my dad awesome. were talking about that. How would you How would you like to be invited to that Thanksgiving party? I mean, that would be awesome. You know, that would be awesome. Uh, and of course, so it ended with uh, uh, the Miz getting the one, two, three. Um, you know, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll give him I'll give him a, a, a B minus on that, almost a B, uh, but. Uh, I'd have to keep that one at a B minus. Next, uh, I guess I don't know if you guys would call this a blow off match in a way it was because of how long it lasted. Uh, the demon Finn Balor returned against Barry Corbin, and the match lasted about uh, eight and a half minutes, maybe. Uh, so, would you guys call that a blow off match, or do you think that's all Barry Corbin was capable of doing? Since he hasn't been in the ring for a while, I'm going to um, let Big Swing answer that. Yeah, um, could be it could be the one. I, I mean, I I could see how people might think it's a blow off for sure. But uh, I don't know how you guys would grade that one. But I I I I love Finn Balor as a demon. Uh, I love I love when he comes out in the face paint. And I'll make my point after we talk about the next match in a second, but uh, I would have to uh, give that one. I would have to give that match maybe uh, almost uh, a B minus, but a C plus. I'd have to give that one. I don't know. What do you think, Big Swing? How would you rank it? Well, Baron Corbin. I don't like the new Baron Corbin um, character, per se. And I think, honestly, in this match, it didn't really have a whole bunch riding on it. Uh, I, I think that they kind of wasted one of the um, one of the one of the uh, demon the demon Baylor appearances because he doesn't do that very often. So I, I think I think that they wasted one. It could have been a more high profile match to bring that persona of Finn Balor back. Right, and I think also that they probably could have had that match a little earlier in the night too. I don't think that, they needed to wait that long to have it. Well, I mean, because the best thing about that match, honestly, was Finn's uh, Finn's introduction. So. I think that they definitely could have, you know, maybe had that first or second and still gotten away with the same result. Right. Right. Uh, Next match, uh, we have 
Kinsuke Nakamura, the uh, backstabbing Jap versus Jeff Hardy. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> um, well, hey, in in our history, uh, we all know that the Japanese are good at sneak attacks. Uh, Pearl Harbor, I bring to you, uh, bring to your attention. Uh, and for those of you who don't know your history, look it up. Uh, but anyway, uh, I knew that Jeff Hardy was not going to be winning this match. Uh, I think Jeff Hardy's on his way out of wrestling. I don't think he's got. I don't think he's got much left in the tank. I mean, I love Jeff Hardy, but I don't think he's got much left in the tank, which is why he did not win this match. And Shinsuke Nakamura is is just really cheap. Uh, to say the least, uh, him and his low blows when uh, your opponent's back is turned. Uh, yeah, but you've got to have so, you've got to have a defining thing. If, if you're going to be a heel, you have to have a defining thing. I mean, everybody knows that a low blow is coming. Now you've just got to be like, okay, where is he going to place it? But I mean, every heel, every heel has to have their own. You know, sort of, um, sort of, um, sort of, uh, of identity, and I think that 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 he, you know, he provides that now. Well, you know, but the thing is, though, he's kind of stealing my 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 move, the junk punch him in the man business. He's kind of stealing um, my move. Yeah, yeah, in a way, yes, he is. Uh, let's see. I'm going to grade that match at a. Uh, a, a C, almost a C, a solid C minus. How about you? Mm, yeah, I'll agree with you on that. I'll agree with you on that. All right. Next, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say my piece on this one, and then I know that you have a lot that you want to talk about on this one, uh, which brings me to my last point, my 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 point I just made that I'm gonna make now. Ronda Rousey okay. versus Alexa Bliss. With Ronda winning her first title, now here's my question: Have you guys? Well, Granny, I know you didn't watch it, but did you notice how much face paint was being worn tonight by all the different wrestlers tonight? I mean, what is the deal? What is the deal with all the face paint? Uh, Ronda Rousey came out wearing face paint, and she doesn't need to wear face paint. That's the only takeaway from the match. That's the only thing that was a downgrade to the match was her wearing uh, face paint. But I was glad to see no, that she won the title. But that wasn't, the question that wasn't is, the how long is she going to hold on to it? That wasn't the only downside to it. The fact that Alexa Bliss lost is, is, is pretty disheartening. Well, I knew well, I, 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 I knew when my son told me, Big Swing, that Alexa Bliss lost, I thought to myself, oh, I said, Big Swing's going to be heartbroken. <laughs> oh, I told that's what you I was what. thinking to myself. That's what I was thinking to myself. I was thinking to myself, you were going to be absolutely heartbroken. And, and, and I was. But I, I, also, I also was prepared for it because I kind of, I, you know, I kind of figured it was coming at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and the other thing is, uh, I don't know how long Ronda is going to hold the title. I hope it's for a while, or at least to the to the women's pay per view. At least, uh, you know, 
the thing is, with the WWE, if you're the champion and they stop drawing when you're the champion, you don't hold on to the title very long. I'm thinking that she has a drawing power that's been missing. Uh, it was nice to see uh, Natalia, uh, when she came out to the ring today, uh, tonight, uh, in the corner of Ronda Rousey, she was wearing uh, her father's jacket. And I thought that was a great tribute to Jim the Anvil Nyhart. And uh, I don't know if you guys have been keeping track not to get too far off the mark, but uh, if you look at the original Hart Foundation, there's only one member left now, and that's Brett the Hitman Hart. Every other member is gone. How sad is yeah. that? You know, I mean, You know, I hope I hope we don't lose Brett for a long time, but it's just sad that he's a sole survivor. You know. Did you see? Um, not, uh, uh, Natalia was wearing her father's jacket tonight when she came to the ring. I said that. Yeah, yeah I know that was that was that was kind of a a little bit of a tearjerker in a way. Right, and uh, of course Rhonda was wearing Roddy Piper's jacket, so. Um, you know, uh, two legends honored tonight. Because uh, at the end of the match, you know how she said, Roddy. And uh, it was great. Um, so, and in a way, it was very touching and it was very sad and very emotional. Uh, usually, uh, pay per views are not supposed to be emotional, but uh, in a way, this segment was. And I'm, I'm glad they saved it to the second to the last match. Of the night. That was a tough one for me. Did you anyway, uh I would I, I would have to give that I'd have to give that uh I grade that an A minus. That was a great uh, great match. Yeah, overall it really was. Now did you did you enjoy uh the main event? Well uh Main event. Let's let's talk about that. Uh, it was Roman Reigns, of course, versus uh, the the I I want to fighter. The should no longer be a WWE wrestler. Uh, Brock Lesnar, the ex Minnesota Golden Gopher, who couldn't wrestle his way out of a paper bag in Minnesota. Uh, I was glad to see that he is he was finally defeated. I'm glad to see that Roman Reigns finally won the title. And uh, hopefully we are five hundred and four days. Five hundred and four days as champion, and uh, obviously that all comes to an end tonight. Um, but yeah, and I, I hope we never see him again. Oh well, we're, I mean we're going to. Um, it, it's going to happen. I mean UFC is one of those things where you only fight once every you know six months or whatever. Uh, ironically, that's the same about the same pace as you had in WWE. But a UFC career cannot be nearly as lengthy. And I think that whatever his next um, little bout with UFC is, however long that lasts, I think WWE is going to want to pounce on him just from star power alone. Just because 
you know, if you bring him back at the right time, you, you can get a huge pop and, and, and make a lot of headlines. And I think that they'll do that. They'll, they'll let him do his thing um, you know, for a while in UFC, and then they'll, they'll bring him back when the time is right. Well, you know, the other interesting thing is how Braun Strowman came out, and what I thought was going to happen, at first I was thinking, oh, no, Roman Reigns is going to get screwed again. Because uh, I thought Bra- uh, Braun Strowman was going to turn in his money in the bank and make it a triple threat match. That's what I thought was going to happen. Then he said that he was going to turn it in right after the match. Uh, whoever won was going to have to face him. Of course, Brock Lesnar threw the briefcase up the ramp so he couldn't reach it to turn it in. So I wonder if uh, we might see that happen tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. Uh, well, you see Paul possible. Heyman come out with uh, with Roman. Mm. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time Paul Heyman's done something sleazy, but uh, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. And uh, I'd have to grade that match. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a B, a solid B. Almost a B plus, but it got a solid B in my book. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I thought it was worth the wait for Roman. Now, how long, the question is, how long is it going to take before they screw him out of the title again? And how long will he hold it? It's not going to be for 504 days, I can tell you that. Um, no, it it might not even go until Survivor Series, honestly. Um, I, I definitely think now he's going to be a target. But, I mean, the question is, now that Brock Lesnar is, now that Brock Lesnar is, is off the roster, do you really think that Braun, Strow- Braun Strowman might be? He might be the only guy on the active Raw roster that can actually beat Roman Reigns, you know, decisively. I, I, I don't see another... You know, person who you'd give a shot to, who you'd say, oh, wow, I, I, you know, I, I think he's got a chance here. Right. And, uh, well, you know, maybe, you know, I think Finn Balor deserves another shot at the title because technically he never really lost it. You know, uh, you might see, but I don't think Finn Balor can beat Roman Reigns, really. Unless it's uh, unless it's uh, some type of gimmick match, but I think you're right. I think Braun Strowman is really the the next one up. Uh, but I thought uh, Roman Reigns really knocked around Bro- uh, Brock Lesnar really well tonight. I don't know how many different uh, je- uh, spears he gave him, but it was quite a few. I was I was actually surprised to see that. How about you guys? Well, he started off with the Superman punches, too. So, I I, I don't know. I, I think Lesnar, obviously, I, I thought after Lesnar took the spear and turned it into the uh, to the guillotine hold, I was like, oh, geez, here we go. You know, we're going we're gonna to come away with Lesnar again and blah, 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 because he just really took over that match. Um, and, you know, I didn't see it coming. But when he got back in the ring... I thought that this was just going to be Brock Lesnar just dominating. And then that spear out of nowhere, 
and, and the pin. And, and I, I mean, I knew it was going to happen, or at least I thought it was going to happen because I knew Lesnar was leaving. I just didn't know how they were going to do it. Uh, I, I think they did it. They did it pretty well. They, you know, they, they didn't come out. They didn't do a Bill Goldberg thing where it was a 13-second match. You know, they they came out and they made it. They made it a good match, and even though Lesnar was leaving, they made him look good. They made him look really solid, really strong, and uh, and you know that that that's a good thing. I I don't I, I didn't want to see either of these two, you know, basically get squashed. So and, and, I, I like know, the way they did. Right, and I thought that the same thing that you did. I thought, okay, so Brock Lesnar is going to maintain the title. And Roman Reigns is going to get screwed, but Braun Strowman is going to become the champion. That's what I thought. But uh, then uh, when I saw Roman finally get the pin, it's like, okay, I think we got it. You know, well, I thought the pay-per-view, I didn't know if it was over because Roman got the pin, and then I'm like, okay, now Braun Strowman's going to come to his, you know, Braun Strowman's going to come to his senses, and uh, and and he's going to cash in. That's what I thought was going to happen. Right. That's what, that, I guess, uh, I think that's what everybody thought, but, you know, how many times has Roman Reigns been screwed? I mean. Not enough. Not enough. Really? Well, yeah. I wouldn't say that. I think he's been screwed quite a bit. And I, I think it's about time that he finally gets to hold the title for a little bit anyway, at least maybe a month, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, it's... He is deserving. He is. You're right. He's also... I would feel a lot better about uh, Roman Reigns if, you know, if, if they didn't try to force feed him to us. You know, I'd feel a lot better about Roman Reigns, um, you know, if if he had a better, um, you know, a better uh, uh, reception with the crowd, honestly. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if they didn't tell me that I have to like Roman Reigns, I probably would like Roman Reigns. But the fact that they're like, nope, this is the guy you guys got to support, I'm just like, you know, screw you kind of thing, you know? Right. And you know, I think after this, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think we'll never see them do it again, but I hope we won't see them do it for a while. Do what? What do you think? Well, force feed us a, a wrestler that we they they want us to like, like they did with Roman. Oh, yeah, I think they've learned their lesson with Roman. At least I hope they have. Well, yeah, let's hope so. But of course, now remember, this is the WWE, you know. They're they're, they're known for they, 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 they don't uh, they're, yeah they, they don't they don't always learn for the lessons we want them to learn so right I, I hear you yeah well, so, well Granny, uh, I mean Granny what do you think about that I know you didn't see the finish but I mean what do you think about that well I I don't know I'm not gonna voice my opinion on that till I actually watch it. <laughs> All right, all right, fair enough. All right, fair enough. All right. And but then, I mean, uh, I, I, was, I, 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 I can tell you, I can tell you this much. I was happy that Roman Reigns won because I don't like Brock Lesnar. So. 
You don't. Right, I, don't, I, don't I don't like him either. I, I, I hate I Brock Lesnar. I can't University stand the guy. I cannot stand Brock Lesnar. Why? He's a jerk. Brock Lesnar, he he was a gopher. Oh yeah. Oh no. We know. We know why you don't like him, Icon. I'm saying why. why I was wondering why Granny didn't like him. He's a jerk. He doesn't. She doesn't like the heels. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. She doesn't. But he he was actually getting some pop today, though. You know, he was actually getting people cheering for him today. Oh, that's bully for him, but I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, real quick here, uh, uh, and then I I don't know. I think we got about what maybe twelve minutes left. Uh, I want to let everybody know uh, who our guests are coming up for our special Thursday show. We have uh, Brendan Winston. Uh, I can't wait to talk to him. Uh, I'm going to ask him what is the deal with this mask that he wears to the ring. Uh, I just can't wait to talk to him about that. Uh, we have Luda Rock. Uh, the Rock is going to roll. Uh, she, uh, you know, in a way, she's she might remind you a lot of Alexa Bliss. Uh, and, uh, of course, we're going to have to call her because she's overseas. And uh, I'm going to be fitting the bill on that. And uh, also... Uh, this will be an interesting one. Uh, as all you regular listeners know, from time to time, we have uh, celebrities, uh, not just wrestlers, on our show. And uh, Thursday is no exception. We're going to have Angela Dodson. Uh, she was uh, Molly Crabtree on the first Joe Schmo show. And uh, we're going to talk to her about that. And, you know, and think about this. We've had more celebrities on this show. Not that I'm bragging. We've had more celebrities on this show than the WWE has had in the last several WrestleManias. So we must be doing something, right? Uh, must be. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. Again, it depends on what you consider. Depends on what you consider a celebrity, though. I mean, you say they haven't had celebrities, but I mean, everybody. Everybody views what a celebrity is different. Well, true, but uh, you know, I think if you're on, a, if, I think if you're on a television show, I, I think that makes you a celebrity, doesn't it? In a way. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, so we're we're gonna have some fun, uh, and uh, also let everybody know. Uh, that, you know, we are a wrestling show, obviously. Uh, and we're going to have an interesting wrestling company on the show with us. Uh, these gals, uh, let me just kind of, uh, uh, let you know what I, what I know about them. Uh, they are with the, uh, N D A. WF, which is the North Dakota Apartment Wrestling Federation. Now, the way <laughs> I understand it awesome is they, it. yeah, the way I understand it is they're burlesque dancers also, but they also wrestle in apartments. Can you imagine what that's like wrestling in an apartment with a burlesque dancer? We're going to find that out. And uh, also, I got to let you uh, you guys know 
I was contacted by another wrestler uh, who happened to hear us on a different podcast that we were guests on, and uh, he asked if we would like to be guests on his show. And I'm going to break that to you guys now and ask what you think. If uh, if I can get that set up, would that be something that you guys would want to do again, go on a different show and uh, uh, talk about wrestling? Sure. Yeah. I'm game. I'm always down. I'm always down. What night works best for you guys? Uh, Probably Wednesday night, honestly. Okay. Yeah, just because Thursday night, I, I always have that issue where, like, you got to do the show by yourself because like, I'm on karaoke or whatever it is. So, I, you know, it's hard for me to hear. So, that's why. Wednesday would be good for me. All right. And you guys, you guys also got to remember, I got to go what his show is. I, I think he has a show uh, three times a week, I think. So um, we shall see. And I'm still, I, I'm still trying to find uh, another co-host that can fill in on days when either I'm gone or Granny's gone or Big Swing is gone. But uh, I want to find a host that uh, worships the ground that the icon walks on and doesn't treat me like a guest did a couple weeks ago. I really felt bad for uh, you, Icon. Uh, yeah. Well, Icon, not, not everybody's not going everybody's to going uh, appreciate your greatness, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I, I understand that, but there, there's a there's a there's a fine line between not liking my greatness and totally dissing me. On the other hand, there's a difference. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I guess. Yeah. I mean, saying you don't like my uh, introduction before you come on the air is one thing. But uh, totally throwing me under the bus, then getting in the bus, and then backing over and running over me again is is completely uncalled for in my estimation. But that's just me. Estimation. Yeah. So, overall, overall, overall here in North Dakota. This is the this is the SmackDown. Oh, excuse me, SmackDown. What am I doing? This is the um, uh, uh, SummerSlam wrap-up show. We got to talk a little bit more about it here before we wrap up. Um, what overall grade would you give to the pay-per-view? Uh, uh, solid B plus, almost an A minus. I can't, I can't, I can't give it a full A minus, but it was definitely a B plus. Best pay per view they've had in a while. Well, without question, without question. Better I, I, would, I would never dispute that. Uh, actually, I think it was. WrestleMania okay. still has many issues that they could have, uh, could have did better, but they they didn't. Okay, okay, I'm with it. Okay, I'm with it. I hear you on that. I don't know how Granny felt about it because she hasn't watched it yet. But uh, uh, well, what like you I do? Said, you I'll, I'll give my I'll give my opinion after I watch it. You know, but I mean, just from what I've been hearing from you guys and what my son told me about, you know, I mean, it sounded like it's a pretty it was a pretty decent one for a change. <laughs> For a, for a change, 
Yeah, no, it was it was good. No, it was I, good. I enjoyed it. I uh, I, uh, I was happy because I I've always loved SummerSlam. Uh, because it's always, you know, hovering right around my birthday. Uh, my birthday is on Tuesday, so SummerSlam's always kind of been that thing I would look forward to as a kid. It was always kind of, you know, what I wanted as a birthday present as a kid. Hey, you know, buy me SummerSlam. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, so it's always been my favorite pay-per-view. Some have been better than others in the past, but this one, this one's pretty good. This one was pretty good. I, I, I gotta uh, give I, WWE I, I, a, I, I gotta give them a hat tip and a nod on this one because I and I didn't think I was gonna do it. I was expecting to come on the show tonight ranting and raving about how they blew another opportunity at something, and I, I can't really find you know any major flaws with it at all. You know, the other interesting thing is, uh, I yeah, I didn't think that it was uh, in the WWE. Uh, I didn't think it was in their wheelhouse, but uh, fine with it. Uh, I was surprised that they were able to pull it off. Uh, and they build on it from here instead of going backwards like they've, they've been known to do in the past as well. So, Icon, you sure. were talking about this one other podcast that, you know, where there was a chance we were going to be on with this wrestler. I don't, I didn't, if you mentioned a name, I didn't catch the name. So, are you going to break who this person is that wanted us on their show or their, their podcast? Or is that going to be at a yeah. later time? No, no, I can't mention. It's Doug Masters. Oh, okay. Yeah, Doug Masters. Uh, and as you guys may recognize the name, yeah, as, as you guys may recognize the name, Doug Masters, it's not Jason Gedrick's character from Iron Eagle, but that his real name is Doug Masters. Mm. Ah. Well, just so you know, guys, and I just wanted, you know, and I know this doesn't have anything to do with wrestling, but, you know, I thought since I mentioned earlier that I was going to be calling in Thursday from Little Rock, um, our chapter where I live at in Arkansas, we got notification from Moose International that we are one of the top five uh, honor chapters for our state convention this year. So I get to read some sort of speech and then I'm going to have a part in our green cap ceremony Sunday. So Granny's going to be very busy this weekend starting Thursday. Well, Actually, starting Friday, Friday is when our meetings start, but I'm going to be pretty much busy the whole time while I'm in Little Rock, but, you know. And and uh, also, we got um, the Award of Achievement, which means that because I was the re- recorder last year, that means I get my star recorder degree in Las Vegas, next year at our international convention in June. So Granny's going to be making a trip to Las Vegas to get her star recorder degree, and I, I'll, that will give me my final degree within the Women of the Moose. I have my College of Regents, I have my Academy of Friendship, and now I'll be getting my star recorder degree next June. So Granny's going to be making a trip to Vegas next June. So, Well, how far is Little Rock where you're at? Almost three hours. All right. 
So when you uh, when you go down uh, to Little Rock, uh, are you going to be playing that song on the on the way down there? No. <laughs> I think I'm on a roll I'm here in Little, Little Rock. Rock. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I listen to country music, but you know, so. But now yeah, I. Yeah, very surprised. Um, I'm going to be. My fact, son and my husband going to be going next too. Friday. So. Yeah, I'm going to be seeing him, seeing him in concert next Friday. I call him and Ray. I'm going to be seeing him in concert next oh, Friday. Oh, yeah. I love Colin Ray. He's one of my favorite singers. Yeah, next Friday I get to hang out with Sammy Kershaw, Aaron Tippin, and Colin Ray, so that'll be fun. Oh, I've met Aaron Tippin before. He's really awesome. They're finally going to get to meet the icon, and I know they've been looking forward to that. At least I think who, who, hasn't, who hasn't been looking forward to that? Um, who has been looking forward to that? Uh, Stevie Ray. Oh, you're still, he's still on it. He's still, yo, Granny, I don't think he's letting this go anytime soon. No, I, I don't think, well, you know, you know, Big Swing, I, in all fairness, and, and I really did feel bad for the icon when, when Stevie Ray was on the show the other night. Um, because I did not know this, and I shared this with the icon, and I think I mentioned this the other night, but um, when Stevie Ray was actually on the phone with us, or, you know, doing his interview, he was actually doing a Facebook Live while he was on the interview with icon and myself, because my son actually called me and says, Mom, I heard you on the radio with Stevie Ray. You know, so I went back and I watched the Facebook Live video that Stevie Ray had done, and I was looking yeah. at all the comments that people were making, you know, about the interview, you know, and I really did feel, well, I did. really felt bad for the icon. I really did. Well, what were the comments? Because, well, I can't remember them all verbatim word for word, you know. I mean, there were several comments. But when it got to the point when Stevie Ray says, okay, I have a question for you. And I said, well, if I can answer it, I'll do my best, you know. And he says, well, Stevie Ray has an inquiring mind. Why aren't you the one doing this interview? And I said, because I'm just the co-host and not the host. <laughs> I mean, I really wasn't sure how to answer that, you know. I mean, you know, and I figured that would be the safest way for me to answer that because I said, I'm just the co-host, not the host. But apparently, because some of the things that I mentioned as being the fan that I am, you know, I mentioned about Tommy Dreamer using my cane on Matt Revere one time at TCW. And, the you know, the things that I mentioned to Stevie Ray, I guess he thought that I was very interesting or something. I don't know. Not that he didn't think the icon well, was interesting. Icon, and, and, and I, I'm not and I'm not putting you down, Icon, by any means. So don't think that I am. But apparently he just thought that Granny was interesting. And, you know, and... And I know sometimes some of the questions that he asked Icon, well, you know, why are you nervous? You know, why are you, you know, and he just, I don't know, you know, it was just kind of weird. But, but people were saying, commenting like, 
well, grant, this granny person, she's cool, you know. I agree. She should have done the interview, blah, blah, blah. You know. And there were several people that had made that comment that I should have been the one to do the interview. And I'm like, no, 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 people. I just, you know, I will do, I, you know. And, you know, that's like when I go to wrestling for a cause. I have been asked to do certain things, you know. And if I can do it, you know, yes, I, I do it, you know, without – you know, because I mean, I don't have a license. I'm not a wrestler, so there's certain things that I know that I can't do, and certain things that I know that I can do. But they have asked Granny to do several different things periodically. You know, several times at different things, different events at Wrestling for a Cause, and you know, but like, I'm just like, no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not qualified to do this interview with somebody like Stevie Ray, but. I mean, I don't know, and, and of course, you know, I kind of says, well, you know, if you, you know, you come on the show again, next time I'll have Granny, I'll let Granny do the interview, and I just won't even be a part of the show, and then Steve Ria said, no, man, what, why are you feeling that way for, don't, don't act that way, (laughs) you know, it was just kind of weird, you know, but, I mean, I, I mean, I have done, I have hosted a podcast before. This has been a few years ago that I actually hosted a podcast. And, I mean, and most of our guests were, you know, independent wrestlers, you know, that, I mean, we didn't have, um, I I think, I don't think very many times we had some big name people, you know, like Stevie Ray, you know, like, like people we've had on this show here, you know, so, I mean, I've done, you know, I've done interviews with people, you know, and everything, and I'm not saying that I couldn't have done an interview with Stevie Ray, you know, but. I don't know. It just it really threw me off when he asked me that question. Why aren't you the one doing this interview? So. Well, it could have also been his way of flirting, per se. Like, you know how some guys come on and they say things in kind of a like a sarcastic way? They don't really mean anything by it. Like, there's not any real, like, hostility or meanness there. It's just kind of them, you know, saying something. That could also possibly be it, too. But, you know, you, you never know. I mean, I, I'm not – I wouldn't worry too, too much about it. Um, had I been doing the interview – you know, I, I mean, I get that all the time, especially on the sports talk radio shows. People are like, bro, how do you even have a job? How do you even have a degree? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I got to deal with that stuff all the time. So I'm not well, super I, you worried know, about and, it. Well, and I'm not, I'm not worried about it, but it just, it was just kind of weird because even people that were commenting on Stevie Ray's live video, they were commenting like, you know, yeah, she should have been – the one doing the interview, she seems to know more than than that other guy, than that icon guy does. And I'm like, no, I don't. You know, people here, I don't. You know, so it was just kind of weird. You know, it was just kind of it was it was awkward. You know, and yeah, but it, it happens in radio though. I, I would say chalk it up. Oh, I know, I know it does. I know it does. I mean. I know it does, and and I, like I said, I've been on, I've been on other podcasts, and I've helped with other podcasts, and I've been just a, you know, listener, and you know, calling into other podcasts, different people that I know, or different wrestling shows that I, you know, that I've come across, you know, I periodically call in once in a while to other ones that I'm 
you know, I mean, I, I, I'm sure someone's gotten on. Well, well, I'm sure someone's gotten on G uh, on uh, G Train's case before, right? Oh, B Train, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, one day we were doing our show with we B Train and I were doing our show, and of course we were talking about Brock Lesnar and the UFC and everything. And this guy calls in and. He's like, oh, hello, hello, I'm alive, I'm alive, and all of a sudden, he he called B Train a communist, and I'm like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> you know, I was kind of like, I kind of like did the Vicky Guerrero mode here for a minute, and I'm like, excuse me, what do you know, what? excuse me, he ca- he actually called B Train a communist. Now I don't know if the guy was just upset because we were kind of. You know, we weren't really trashing UFC, but you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure why the guy did what he did or said what he said, but or if he was just kind of like doped up or drunk or something, <laughs> or if he'd been smoking something. I, I don't know why he called me, but he called me train a communist, so you know. Well, that's one of my favorite things to say. Like, like one of my buddies, we went to um his parents' camp or whatever. And she was like, oh, I made, you know, apple pie or pumpkin pie or something like that. And he's like, oh, I'm not a big fan of, you know, apple pie or whatever it is. I was like, well, I'm pretty sure you're a communist. Like, I I mean, I say that, like, as a joke all the time. Um, But, I mean, to be serious about it, it's a bit strange. Right, right. But, anyways, Icon, I would chalk it up as a loss and move on and and be good and and don't let it get you down in the future because, you know, you are the – even though I'm – so even though I'm the one with the two radio degrees, you are the lifeblood of the show and keep it driving. So I would, uh, I would rather, you know, you not let it get in your head than have it linger. So, but anyway, it was the SummerSlam wrap-up show. Uh, we've gotten our our thoughts out there. Let us know on Facebook what your thoughts about the event were. I know a lot of people, based on what I'm reading, weren't too excited about the ending. Uh, they still just cannot get it through their head. That uh, you know that Roman Reigns won, so they they just they just don't like it, uh, you know. Despite not liking Brock and his stranglehold on the Universal Title, they just don't like the fact that it was Roman. It's basically anybody but Roman type of situation. So uh, go on, let us know what you think, and we are going to see you again on Thursday. Again, this was a wrap up edition, a special Sunday night show. No show tomorrow night. If you are a regular listener and you're waiting for tomorrow night, no show tomorrow night. We will see you on Thursday. It is the icon, the big swing, and any hoaxer. This is as you are. Dead man walking. You've done it now.